Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. This episode is going to be a replay of my Instagram Live for those of you who could not make it. If you don't know, every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I get on Instagram Live at the Christian Bay underscore and I give a word on Fridays and we have Bible study and Q&A on Wednesday night. I would love for you to join me. If you would like to sow into this word, you can sow at my cash app, which is dollar sign the Christian Bay or my PayPal, which is the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Let's get into the episode. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up today. We want to thank you for blessing us with another day. Father God, right now, we just ask that you make your presence known, Father God. We ask that you lift away all of the cares in our mind, Father God. Anything that's weighing on anyone's shoulder, Father God, I pray that you release them from it, Father God. And I pray that you allow them to sit in your presence completely open, God, completely um, vulnerable to whatever it is that you want to say to them this morning, Father God. We thank you for just being our safe space. We thank you for being our place of rest. We thank you for being our place of peace. And we just thank you for being who you are. In Jesus' name we pray. And do you have two lives going because you're talking about me? Yeah, I have two lives going. I'm on another device. I'm on um, TikTok Live, too. Jarrell, Florida, I'm thankful just to see another day. And Mary, you want Jarrell. I was with you for the first part. Then the ending, we kind of <laughs> we kind of lost. We lost connection. Good morning, Peter. All right, y'all. So today we're coming from the book of John. And we're coming from John chapter 15. And as you guys can see from the title, it's the love you crave because I don't know why, but God wanted me to talk about love today. So you already know, I'm just start off reading um, where we're coming from. So it's John 15 verses 15 through 17. And it says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I call you friends because I have made known to you everything I heard from the Father, from my Father. You did not choose me. I chose you and I gave you this work to go and produce fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you anything you ask for in my name. This is my command. Love each other. So, good morning. <laughs> so, when I was reading that, the first thing that stood out to me or the first thing that God dropped into my spirit was that when it comes to love, the scary thing about love is not knowing if you're going to get back the love that you give. That's what happens in a lot of our relationships. That's why people are so um, risky or so guarded when it comes to love. They don't know if this person is going to love them the way that they love them, the way that they have loved them. Is it going to be an even exchange or is this person going to backstab you? Is this person going to 
um, injure your heart or just not give you the same energy that you're giving them. That's what we fear with love. Even though God calls us to live a life led by love, a lot of us go around guarded and with the wall up because we don't know if we're going to get back the same love that we're giving out. And I don't want to look like a fool, so I'm just going to measure how much love I give out before I give all of myself without knowing how much you're going to give. So God said, that's the scary thing, or that's what you guys think is the scary thing. But he wanted me to start off by making it known that when it comes to him and the way that he loves us, our relationship with God is supposed to be a model of what love is in our life. A lot of times, a lot of people question or a lot of people ask, okay, well, how do I get love? When am I going to have a relationship? When am I finally going to feel love? When is somebody going to treat me right? And the issue is you didn't start, you didn't model the relationship with the person that created love. God created love. So if you really want the proper definition of love, if you really want to experience love, the only way that you can truly do that is by first creating a model of love with him, by first diving into your relationship with him so that he can show you what love is and how he created love to be. If you didn't go to the person that created, there's no way that you can effectively experience love or live in love, which is why there are so many people damaged by love because we go through life trying to experience love on our level or based on the definition that we have and that's not the model that God set out for it. So he said to me today after reading verse 15, which says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know what his master is doing. What God was saying in that verse is that I let you know up front who I am to you. I let you know up front what my plans are for you. I let you know up front that I will never leave or forsake you. I let you know up front anything that I have planned or anything that I have in mind, I came to you 100% vulnerable. I let you know that there's no wrong that you can do that I won't forgive. I let you know that my grace for you is endless. I let you know that my mercy for you is endless. There's a list of things. And I actually wrote down three promises of God because that's the question that a lot of you guys always ask me. What's the promises of God? What are God's plans for my life? How do I start a relationship with God? How do I know what God wants to do in my life? And the first promise that I wrote down for you guys was um, Jeremiah 29:11, which says, For the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. When it comes to love, when it comes to having a relationship with somebody, the first thing that you need to know is their plans for you, is their plans for the future. That's your security. That's what you can stand on, knowing that they're thinking about you long term. So when God lets us know his promises and when he lays down these plans for us, he's letting us know, I'm not just coming in your life and going to be gone tomorrow. This is not that type of love, that in and out love, that love that you can't trust, that love that's not going to be here for you. I'm letting you know that I've had plans for you from the beginning and this is what I'm going to do for your life. I have plans for you to prosper. I have a hope for your future. So he's letting us know that if me as God, if I come in your life and I make the plans known from the beginning, if you ever go out and look for love in a woman or you ever go out and look for love in a man, this is what it should look like. When God enters our life, he lets us know his plans. So if you go out after creating a relationship with God and you get into a relationship with somebody who's not letting you know your plans, that doesn't, their plans, that doesn't model the relationship or the model of love that God has shown us. So the first promise that I wanted to share with you guys from God is that he said, I have, I have the plans for you, plans for you to prosper and not harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. The second promise that I wanted to share with you guys is um, Mark 12, 10, and it says, the stone which the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone because that's another area of life where 
we we're in a love drop because we feel rejected by people whether it's rejected by friends rejected by families or rejected by loved ones when it comes to us being rejected that makes us not want to love anymore that makes us become guarded that makes us close off and i wanted to share this promise because god was letting us know the stone which the builders rejected has now become the corner cornerstone the cornerstone is the stone which holds the other stones in place so what god is saying to us in this verse Mark, Mark 12, 10 is that the very people that rejected you, if you let it play out my way, those same people will need you. Those same people will come back to you and apologize. Those same people will see the value in who you are. So you cannot allow people rejecting you or people talking about you or people turning their back on you to make you not experience love anymore, to make you want to turn away from love, to make you want to stop loving others because God has a plan even for that. So he's saying, I love you so much that I want you to know that one, I have a plan for you. I have a plan for you to prosper. I have a hope for your future. And two, if you do experience rejection from other people, if other people do hurt you, if other people do make you feel like you're not good enough, I need you to know that I also have a plan for that. My love is so deep for you that I have a plan for your rejection. The same ones that rejected you, the same ones that talked about you, the same ones that treated you unfairly, those will be the same ones who need you in the end because the stone that the is rejected has now become the cornerstone, the main stone, the most reliant stone. And then the third promise that I wanted to share with you guys was Romans 8.28, which says, All things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And he gave me these three verses because these three verses outline his love for us. My love for you is so deep that I have a plan for you. My love, is, my love for you is so deep that I have a plan for even the rejection that you experience. And most of all, my love for you is so deep that anything that happens in your life, whether good or bad, it's going to work together for your good. That's how deep my love runs for you. So when God was giving me this word this morning, he said, I need you to let them know that I understand that experiencing an intimate love, a deep love, a vulnerable love, I understand that it's scary, but let them know that I have plans for them. Let them know that my promises will not return to me void. Let them know that these things that I said to them, that I promised to them, they will come to pass because I'm showing them what love looks like. This is the model for love. This is the, the type of love that I want for everyone to experience. So when you continue to read um, John 15, it says, I do not call, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I call you friends because I have made known everything I heard from my father. This is what Jesus is saying, that he's let us know everything that God has planned. God has planned love for us. God has planned prosperity for us. He has protection for us. And he ultimately let us know that all things are going to work together for our good. Then when you continue to read, verse 16 says, you did not choose me, I chose you. And when I read that, um, one thing that I wrote down was someone who puts you first. Our love with God is a model for our earthly love life. So when it comes to the love that you seek or the love that you're looking to receive from others, God is letting us know that this is me showing you how it should be. It's not that you chose me, I chose you. And it wasn't because of our words. It's not because we're perfect. It's not because of anything that we've done. God chooses us simply because of his love for us. So when it comes to you experiencing love or you experiencing others, it shouldn't be because of things that you can benefit from that person or things that that person can do for you. It should be coming from a place of genuine love. And we now know that because we see that in the scripture. That is what God is modeling for us. And then when you continue to read, it says, 
um, and I gave you, I heard from my father and you did not choose me, I chose you. And I gave you this word to go produce fruit, fruit that will last. Then the father will give you anything you ask for in my name. So in this verse, God is starting off by letting us know that everything that I have planned for you, I'm letting you know it up front because this is my way of showing you that I love you. And then after I let you know my plans, I'm going to tell you what, what I plan for you to do. I plan for you to go produce fruit. What type of fruit are you supposed to do? Produce, you're supposed to do fruit of patience, love, kindness, forgiveness. All of these are different fruit that God wants us to produce in life. That means every person that you encounter, you're supposed to be a reflection of God. You're supposed to be kindness. You're supposed to be compassion. You're supposed to be forgiveness. You're supposed to be hope. You're supposed to be light in a person's life that's dark. These are the different fruits that God is calling us to give to others. Because when you give these fruit, it then ends off in a says so that when you go to the father anything that you ask for he will do on your behalf so when God gave his words today he said I want you to talk to them about love I want you to let them know that it, you don't have to go through life experiencing hurt or experiencing um, or feeling like you can't receive love that's not my plan for you to go through life that's not what I have planned for you I want you to know what love looks like for me and then I want you to go out and give that same love and when you go out and give that same love that's when your faith has to kick in that's when you have to know that whatever you give out to others God is going to have it to where it can come back to you you can't go through life experiencing life with this wall up and saying oh I'm not going to let anybody else in I don't want to love anymore because my heart has been broken too much I don't want friends anymore because all of my friends have turned their back on me. I don't even want to try a relationship again because everybody I get with is the same. That's not God's plan for your life. God is saying today, I'm going to show you what love is. And then after I show you what love is, my call for you is for you to go out and love each other. This verse literally ends and it says, this is my command. Love each other. That, that's what the command is. That's what I'm calling you to do today. I'm calling you to, one, accept love from me and remember my promises. Remember that I have plans for you. Remember that I'm protecting you. Remember that I'm causing all things to work together for your good. And once you remember this, once you set this in stone in your mind, then I want you to have enough faith to go out and produce that fruit within others. I want you to have enough faith to go out and give a reckless love to somebody else, give compassionate love to somebody else, and have faith that I'm going to bring it back to you. The verse that tied all of this together for me was Luke 6, verse 38, and it says, Given it shall be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. It's so easy for us to say that we're women of God. It's so easy for us to say that we're living based on the word of God and we're Christ-led and everything like that. But when it comes to tough situations like this, a lot of people don't like to step in this. A lot of people don't like to play the love game because there's a 50-50 chance that you could be hurt. There's a 50-50 chance that you can be embarrassed, that somebody can play with your feelings. So it's easy for us to say that. That we're men and women of God when it comes to the easy things like praying, when it comes to the easy things like fasting or reading a devotional or putting in your bio. That's the easy part of living a life for Christ. But what about when he calls you to be vulnerable? What about when he calls you to love on somebody that's not loving you back? What about when he calls you to talk to those friends that you know talking about you? What about when he calls you to be there for the person who was never there for you? He's saying today that I understand that love is scary, but I don't want you to live life in fear 
fear of love. I'm going to show you what love looks like. And after I show you what love looks like, I want you to go be that example for everyone. Everyone that you come in contact with, I want you to give them some piece of my love, whether it's my kindness, my light, my forgiveness, my mercy, my grace, my patience, regardless of what it is, I want you to be a walking love tank. I want you to exchange love with everybody that you come into contact with. And don't fear that you're not going to get it in return because I'm your father. And I'll let you know that the plans that I have for you, I'll let you know that if they do reject you, you're going to end up being the cornerstone that they needed in the end anyways. And if it does turn out bad, I'm going to make all of it work together for your good anyways. So he said, I don't need you to be scared of love today. Whether it's love, romantic love, whether it's love from friends, whether it's love from family, regardless of what type of love it is, he's saying, I don't need you to have this wall of fear because when you don't let love in, you're blocking me out because God is love. So he's saying, whatever blockage you have, we need to get rid of that today. And I need you to know that my love is unfailing. I will never leave or forsake you. My love is always going to be here, but I want my love to get through you. I want people to experience my love when they're in your presence. And I want you to have faith that I'm going to bring it back to you. Whatever you give shall be given unto you, not just in a little bit, not, not even even. I'm going to give it back to you so much that it's overflowing. So this fear that the enemy has placed in you because what we don't realize is how much fear keeps us bound. You scared to open up to people. You scared to make friends. You scared to connect with your siblings. You scared to even think about dating somebody, even though you know deep in your heart that's what you want because of what happened in your past, because of fear of love, because of your fear of being vulnerable, because of your fear of opening up, because of your fear of being hurt. You're not even experiencing life on the level that God wants you to experience on. And he says, today we're coming up against that spirit of fear. We're coming up against that spirit of lack of love. If I am love, the only way that you can really live in me is to let love in. So if you have a blockage today, if you have a wall today, if there's some fear or some past pain there, he says today we're coming against that. And I need you to know that I set the model up for you. And with me setting the model up, now I'm sending you out to be an example of that to others. So today we're, we're doing a love exchange. So if you're sowing the seed, we're sowing the love exchange seed. And it's not a love exchange expecting to receive it back from people or expecting to receive it back from friends or expecting to receive it back from family. We're expecting for God to provide that love that we give out to others. We're not going to go out and love others with hidden, agenda, hidden, hidden agendas. God said in this word that you didn't choose me, I chose you. It's not because you deserve my love. It's not because you earned it. It's simply because of who I am that I love you. And we have to have that, that energy and that attitude towards people. A lot of times we like to post about and talk about matching energies. I don't match energy because your energy may be tainted. I set the atmosphere of this room. I determine what the vibe is. And whatever my vibe is, that's what this is, regardless of how your vibe is, regardless of what you have going on. I'm not basing who I am off of you. It's not happening. Whatever I, whatever energy I bring with me, that's the energy in this room. So God said, I need you to bring love for it. I don't care if they're, I don't care if they're negative. I don't care if they've never shown you love. I need you to be the reflection of it so that I can bless you. It says that when you do this, anything that you ask for in God's name, in Jesus name, he will give to you. 
So God said, I need you to live in love so that your prayers can be heard, so that my favor can be released to you. Don't live in get back. Don't live in revenge. Don't live in doubt. Don't live in shelter. Don't live in bondage. Don't live in the past of what happened to you. I need you to be free from this so that I can freely flow through you, so that I can freely release my favor to you and other people can see the benefit of living a life not just led by love, but ultimately led by Christ. So today, if you're sowing a seed, we're sowing the love exchange seed. In the verse that we're just going to hold on to us, we're going to have faith in this verse today. And I never really end off with a separate verse, but God just placed this verse on my heart. Give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So, so many times we fear giving ourselves to people because we feel like, oh, then I'm going to be without. Or, oh, when am I going to get love? When is somebody going to choose me? When is somebody going to put me first? When is somebody going to give me the energy that I'm giving to them? And God is saying today, I'm that someone. You, you love on them, and I'm going to give you a love that you've never even thought you could receive. You show them grace, and I'm going to show you so much grace that it's just going to overflow. I'm that someone that you've been looking for. The love that you crave, the love that you feel like you deserve, I've been here the whole time trying to give it to you. But because of the way that earthly people, that humans have hurt you, you've blocked love out of your life. You can't even receive it when the way that I want to give it to you. So today, I'm coming up against that wall. Today, I'm coming up against that blockage. Today, I'm coming up against the past that still has a hold on you, that's keeping you bound and stopping you from receiving what I have for you, I'm coming up against that and I'm letting you know it's safe to let it down now. I'm here. I'm going to give you the love that you were craving. It's, it's safe to let it down. Now, I understand that they hurt you. I understand that that family member hurt you. I understand that you never thought that friend would do what that friend did, but I'm letting you know today it's safe to put your guard down. It's safe to let love in now. It's safe to be vulnerable now. It's safe to be open now because the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. And even, in, and even when they rejected you, I used it for your good because I told you I had plans for you. I told you I had plans for you to prosper. I told you I had a hope for your future. And there's no one that can come against my love. There's no one that can come against the plans that I have for you but you. If you keep that wall up, if you keep that blockage up and you don't let it in, then how are you going to get the promises? So we're coming against it today, and we're sowing seeds of love exchange, and we're having faith that, God, I'm going to live a life led by love. I'm going to live a life that reflects your love. I'm going to live a life where love flows freely, freely through me. You're not going to get me off my, off my, off my, um, you're not going to kill my vibe. You're not going to have me out here bitter, um, not receiving love, thinking that everybody against me is an IEI world. Who wants to live and think like that? And that's what happens when you hold on to the things of the past. When people hurt people, hurt people. And when you let hurt people determine your energy, guess what? Now you're one of the hurt people that's hurting people. You don't even realize that you've picked up their bad characteristics. You've picked up their bad ways of living life. You've picked up their bad energy. And now because they hurt you, you're carrying it with you and you're hurting everyone that you come into contact with. So God says, I understand what happened in your past. I, I understand that may there may have been some people that hurt you. I understand there may have been some people who crossed you and stabbed you in the back. I understand that your past experience with love has been tainted, has been bad. But today we clean in the slate. 
Today we start in fresh. Today I'm reminding you that I created love. God is love and nobody else can set the mold for that in your life but me. So trust it in my way. And then when you receive my love, you go out and be a walking, talking reflection of that. Don't let anybody dim your light because of their hurt, because of the darkness that's in them. We don't match energy. We determine what the energy is. So if you're sowing a love exchange seed, you can sow it to dollar sign the Christian babe or PayPal Zell the Christian Bay at gmail.com. That's what we're having faith for today. We're having faith that we can freely give love. And that's not even something that's promoted on social media. That's not something that our generation talks a lot about because everyone is so guarded and scared of giving love because they feel like they're gonna be hurt in return. And God is saying there's nothing for you to fear. I protect you. I cover you. I move on your on your behalf. And even if somebody does reject you, they're going to regret it in the end. They're going to regret that rejection in the end. And that's what we're having faith for today. We're having faith that God is moving before us. God is moving on our behalf. And we don't have to live a guarded life. We don't have to live a life where we're scared to be ourselves. Because our Father sits high and looks low. And he already has a plan for anything and everything that happens in our life. It's going to work together for our good. Let's pray. Father God, we just want to thank you for this word of love, Father God. There's so many people who feel like they're in a love drop, Father God. There's so many people who go through life seeking love and go through life trying to find love based on the little bit of knowledge or experience that they have, Father God. But we thank you today that you've set out a blueprint for us. You've shown us that love is not about the works or love isn't about our looks and what we can do, Father God. But it's about simply being genuine from the heart. It's about having plans for this person to prosper, having plans of protection, Father Father God, having plans for all things to work together for our good, Father God. Thank you for showing us what love should look like. Thank you for giving us the reassurance that it's okay to let love in. Thank you for letting us be comfortable enough to let our guard down in your presence, Father God, for reminding us that vulnerability is where our power lies, Father God, that being able to connect with people on a deep level is what truly gives us strength and power, Father God. I pray that each person on this live, Father God, has the strength to love, Father God, and not to fear the repercussions, not to hold on to the past hurt or the past mistakes of other hurt people, Father God, but to go through life healed, to go through life healing others, Father God, and being a reflection of what's not seen enough on this earth, Father God, which is love, which is kindness, which is compassion, which is you, Father God. We thank you for calling us. We thank you for choosing us, and we thank you for selecting us to be your vessels. We love you, and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all, I don't know if it's, I guess it's Love Friday. I don't know if it's because a lot of people needed it. I mean, it is COVID, it is a pandemic, and this is something that a lot of people are craving, but that's what, that's, that's what the word is today, love exchange. That's what it is. You can't go through life hurt. You can't go through life allowing people to stop you from experiencing what God has for you. God is love. And in order to get his promises, in order to get his favor, in order to get his abundance, he has to first get his love through you. And if you're not showing love to others, if you're scared of love, if you have a wall up against love, how are you supposed to really receive everything that God wants to do? Sometimes a blessing from God comes from another person. Sometimes it's through a relationship. But if you blocking everybody out because 
because you've been hurt in the past, how are you going to get that blessing? We don't realize how much our past blocks us from our future. We don't realize how it stops us from getting to the things that God has for us. So today he's saying, I need you to let your definition of love go. Let go what you thought love was. I'm going to show you love so that you can show others love and I can bless you for doing it. Okay, y'all? Thank you so much for tuning into Faith Friday. I love you guys so much. Make sure you be an example of love today. And that's where the faith comes in. You have to have faith that God is going to reward you for that. You have to have faith. Sometimes the place where you sow love isn't the place where you receive love from. You God will send it in another way. And the way that he sends it is so much more better. So don't just think, oh, if I'm loving on this person today, this person has to love me back. Sometimes he'll send somebody else to love you, whether it's a family member or a romantic or friendship. God can show us and return rewards for us in many different ways. Don't try to box it into how you think he's going to move. You just have to have faith. That's what faith is, the substance of things unseen, which means if you leave this life and you go show love, you may not see how it's going to come back, but you have to have faith that it is going to come back because of his plans, because of his protection, and because of the prosperity that he's promised us. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning into Faith Friday. I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you guys on Sunday. I'm going to get on live on Sunday, so I will see you guys then. Bye, y'all. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to another episode from the Christian Bay Podcast. I pray that this episode bless you. If you would like to sow, the information is in my description box. My PayPal is thechristianbay at gmail.com and my cash app is dollar sign thechristianbay. I pray that this word blessed you and I pray that you have a blessed day. Love you, bays.